too shabby. Not too shabby. Do I gotta speak in like no, this? No, 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 it's better this time. It's better. <laughs> it's like this. Oh, man. Um, I'm not gonna be corny. You're not gonna make no. me feel weird. We're back. I have Sydney on the line. What up? I'm talking about Sydney on the line. You're right next to me. Um, <laughs> how was the flight? Terrible. I had a flight at like 1. I would have landed here at 7 p.m. Thursday. For some reason, I decided to pack two suitcases, and it took me extra long to pack them. So I got to like the airport by 12 something, when you know you're supposed to be there by like two hours before. And I missed my flight, and the only flight that they were compensating was going to Minneapolis, landing at 11 at night, and then leaving for New York at seven in the morning. Sat so a crash, you know, for eight hours. Went to Walmart, got some stuff, <laughs> and that was it. And then. New York. Shout out to Walmart. Yeah. I haven't been to a Walmart in forever because you know there's no Walmart in New York. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Yeah, there's, there's no suburbs. Yeah, Walmart's only are where suburbs are. So, like, the closest Walmart is in New Jersey. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was mad though because it was in Minneapolis and that's where, like, Paisley Park and the Mall of America is. And I looked at the time I was landing, I was like, fuck, I can't even go do anything for eight hours. So mm, everything's closed. Yeah, and it looked like an apocalypse, like, in the airport. Nobody was there. Like, it just. That's, I know. That's dope. Um, who'd you fly with? Sun Country, and then I'm flying back with JetBlue. A JetBlue no Spirit one of my Airlines, clients. no Spirit. Yo, you're going to love JetBlue. <laughs> Let me put you on game. So, look, they have a refrigerator with unlimited snacks, unlimited soda, unlimited everything. You're good. Really? Yeah, it's lit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah my flight back is going to be nice. And they got cable the whole time. Um, yeah, when I was young, I used to watch Basketball Wives. <laughs> Basketball Wives? Really? I don't even watch that show. <laughs> no, I don't watch it either, but that's when I would watch it, because it would be on the JetBlue. I'm like, yo, why does no one fly JetBlue? And then one time, like, JetBlue was rated, like, one of the worst um, airlines. I'm like, they're fucking lying. Who said that? Yeah. You know, like, JetBlue got it made in the shade. They even have, like, um, extra leg room sections where it's, like, not first class, but, like, if you want to upgrade your seat for, like, $50 to, to get an extra leg room. That's important to me. I'm 6'3". Mm -hmm. For you... Like I'm good. good, I'm chilling. Yeah, you're chilling, yeah. but me, that, that shit is terrible. <clears throat> but um, I love JetBlue. I worked on a, um, a shit ton of campaigns for them. I made really? some good money with Yeah, a shout out to Julia. Um, okay, story time. So, and this will help you um, your rite of passage as well. So, I started my company, had no real clients. I was only doing like, um, like graphic art. So, I was doing graphic art. I thought I was like in my bag, but we wasn't making real money. I was working with um, Uzi's girlfriend, Brittany. Mm -hmm. And so, not the Instagram Brittany girl, the like the crazy looking one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like, we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to make some money. Just started a company, no real help. And this lady, who's like basically my damn near like my fairy godmother now, she used to work for Wyatt and Kennedy, which is the. Um, basically the advertising agency for Nike. Mm -hmm. She left because they called her the Wyatt and Kennedy bully because she had like a high demand of workload. So for like for some months, she she like she didn't have a job, but I knew she was a boss because for one, her crib looked like where we're at right now, dead ass. And then two... Oh, she's in the residency? No, like um, her crib was just that fire in oh. Brooklyn. That's how nice it is. Yeah. Two, every interview she did, it wasn't at an office they came to her apartment and interviewed her really that's some bullshit yeah 
like imagine like a job saying hey we're gonna come to your house and, and mm-hmm. eat with you and whatever so she wound up going to a company called Mullen and Mullen's biggest client was JetBlue and she was always like ish if you want to do what you want to do she basically told told me what I was telling mm-hmm. you earlier you gotta have this together got to get this together mm-hmm. so I was like fuck I'm not prepared for this type of shit but we did it shout out to Henrik too the guy I started my company with then when we did it she was like, all right, I think you're ready. And she threw me on a campaign with her, bro. And then she helped me with another uh, job. Money. Y'all can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing the money side. But yeah, and it was unreal. Like one project we worked on was like, um, like JetBlue did these things where like, have you seen, like clearly you've seen bus stops in New York, right? Mm-hmm. They had giant stickers on the bus stop. And if you were smart enough to pull one off, it'd be like a free flight. Or it'd be like, a year's worth of seamless. Wow. Or it'd be like, uh, um, like six months worth of Uber, Do people actually Uber like rides. Yeah. I did one too just because. Yeah, because you just knew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as well. Yeah, and like they filmed me doing it and shit like that. Now, it, it was it was wonderful. So, I love JetBlue ever since. Always fly it. You know, only thing is is that like, JetBlue doesn't fly into every airport. Like, I know they fly into like Long Beach. A lot. I've never been to Long Beach Airport. There's Ontario near me, but I don't even know if they go over there. That shit's more expensive. Rather yeah. Just go to LAX. Yeah. So, so, so shout out to them. You'll enjoy your flight. Um, other than that, like, how's New York been so far? This is your first time in New York. Amazing. Okay. Five senses. What does it smell like? Poop, pee, weed, cigarettes. Have you have you heard a thousand Pizza. Di- Have you heard a thousand different languages? Um, probably like good three, four. I don't know. If I'm really, really listening. I think I'm mostly zoning out when I'm on the subway or something. Did, did you actually get to walk around Soho yet? <laughs> yeah, I did. That was like the second day I was here. Did you walk like the inner streets of... Okay, so like there's like the outskirts, which feels like a mall. Then it's like the inner streets that has like the Gucci store and like mm-hmm. you know Saint both. Laurent yeah, all both. that yeah it's crazy right mm-hmm. you could tell the difference yeah like you know there's like the rich rich people live amongst that mm-hmm. yeah so like there's the stores but there's people who live above it and there's like corporate offices above it as well it's mm-hmm. really spooky how New York builds up on stuff rather than LA builds out mm-hmm. yeah so alright that's yeah, cool yeah I noticed that yeah, yeah. I, like for me when I first moved back the one thing I loved about New York is how it made me feel so poor. I love it. And the reason why is because it made me want to get like more money. money because the people who got money here, they make it look so normal. Mm-hmm. Like the fashionable people, the old rich people, the young rich people, it's like, damn, I could I could maybe get it because they, they're, they're this close to you. You know, it's not like a mm-hmm. gated community or anything like that. So, cool. We talked about food. Don't worry, I got you on the food tip. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Um, what's been up though? How you feel? Shoot, just doing a lot of walking, exploring every day, just trying to get shit done, be productive instead of just hanging out. Really random. I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing around. What? That what? day, you posted the picture talking about um, this New York sun. Mm-hmm. Bro, the sun was beaming that day because it was beaming through my apartment. And I was like, yo, this is golden. Like, it golden. Was that, it was yeah. that golden shit. I don't, yo. Because sometimes it has like a white, like haze or like a white light. I don't know. I can't explain it, mm-hmm. but like I like when it's like the golden hour where that, it just reflects. Yeah, that was like I'm gonna come clean. That was like an Instagram filter. 
Like, it hit Low me key. too. No, it hit me too. I was like, You know, Damn. you had your phone up. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Getting even, that angle. It wasn't even that. It was like, um, I had finished eating, I got up, and it, it hit me like parallel. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, this is what she was talking about. I went back on your girl, and I was like, Yep, yep, this is the same yeah, hue. Yeah, yeah. It's the same color. Hell yeah. So, um, any boroughs you've been to besides Brooklyn and Manhattan? Have you been to Queens? No. Well, technically, you flew into Queens because both airports are in Queens. JFK? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go to Queens yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, I am here until Tuesday. I can probably hit it up. should definitely go to Harlem. Yeah, I really want to go to Harlem. I think I might be going to Harlem Friday. Cool. Yeah. I might. I, I, I'll definitely be in Harlem. Yeah. So, I'll definitely... Link up with you. Yeah, reach out to you. Um, the boroughs are very different. Let's see. I don't know too much about L.A. like that, but, like, Brooklyn is its own world. It has its own type of people, everything. Um, I saw my first New York argument over there at some deli. It was between a guy the, and a yeah, girl? No, it was a guy and the sandwich maker. And I was with my friend, Colm, and we were talking about something, and the guy was, like, showing us on something on his phone, and this black dude walks in. And he gets mad because he's talking to us, the sandwich maker. So then he goes behind the counter and is like, hey, dude, I want a sandwich. And then he's like, get out from, like, back there. They started cussing each other out. The black guy kept calling him a dickhead. And then they were saying they are going to slap each other. It was stupid, but they are like, it escalated really quickly. It was funny, though. Yeah, a lot of stuff in New York escalates quick, but it's like, it gets to that level, but it never actually gets interaction. That's yeah. really weird about New York. Everyone wants LA to just, actually. <laughs> everyone wants to speak their piece. Yeah. Everyone wants to just be like, "Yo, fuck out of here, my nigga! Like, fuck is wrong with you?" And then the A rap be like, "Mike's gonna fucking slap you. Don't mm-hmm. play. Don't play." You know. That's but, what he was saying. Yeah, it's 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 just like Calling that. Calling him a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that because everyone here has like a a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. I everyone. could see that. I could definitely see that. Also, New York teaches you how to diss men correctly. What like, do you, oh, diss men? Yeah, like if you want to learn how to curve people. I'm, I'm already good at that. I'm already, I got it down. To hey, listen, girls here, even the girls who, okay, disclaimer, I'm not objectifying. It's 2018, we got to be yeah, correct. Gotta. I'm not objectifying, nor am I, it's not my taste, but what society deems as attractive or ugly, whatever, even the ugly girls be curving. Like, they be like, boy like whatever you be mm-hmm. like damn everybody's really on a high horse here but it's because when everyone moves here or even if you're from here you feel like you're hot shit so if you don't feel like someone matches your your heat level you're not gonna rock with them you know because mm-hmm. like new york if a girl is like a fan of an artist like if a girl see travis scott a girl is not gonna act like an la girl a la girl is gonna be like oh my god oh my god it's travis mm-hmm. scott like let's get where he's at right now let's do it like girls it's time. Um, New York, a girl uh, be feeling that in the inside, but just try to be so cool about it. They're like, I don't care if it's Travis. Like, I don't care. But they be oozing in the inside. They want to suck his dick right now. I don't get it. Oh but <laughs> but it's, it's like that. And, like, you'll start noticing that. You'll pick up on that. And, like, um, everyone just always wants to, like, not overthink anything. But you should sometimes. You should bask in the moment because sometimes it's worth it. I'm not mm-hmm. saying be a groupie, but, like, if you see an idol, if you see someone you're interested in, or if you see something that you're into. I never speak up about, about anything. I just be sitting there. You got to meet Pharrell? Yes. That, I, I fucked that up. Because instead of taking just a decent selfie with him, my stupid ass held down, like, the recording thing on Instagram. <laughs> and I said, I, I muted it because I sounded stupid. I was just, I just told him he was amazing, and I loved him. 
I said thanks for the photo and I walked away. You know, my, you know, I almost made him cry in LA. How? So one of the first times I went to LA, I went to a party. I used to work with this um, lady. Shout out to Gina Harrell. She filmed the um, Miley's Hearts We Can't Stop video. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Ish, I want you to come to a party. Um, a Pharrell's label, I Am Mother, has an artist on there where they have a group. I think the group's called like Watch the Duck, like Watch the Throne, some weird mm-hmm. group. But they make pretty trendy, good music. And they had like an album release party. So I didn't know she knew Pharrell and his assistant really well. So I meet them or whatever. I guess I'm in like their little area. And um, everyone's being casual. And like I was with like some rich white people. So he was being bougie, trying to mm-hmm. make me a cool kid. I wasn't with that. I was like, man, people weird. But I seen Pharrell and I was like, yo. Um, by the way, really random. This is how I talked to him. I said, really random. If anyone over the age of 25 asks you for anything, they're in the wrong because what you've left behind is worth a million dollars of content, theories, words, pictures. Like, you've left behind the blueprint. Mm-hmm. So anyone who's like my age or above at that time, I was like, ask you for anything, they're wrong. I was like, thank you so much. Like, you really set the tone for us creators and you let it be known how to like live and, and fight for what you believe in and be yourself because mm-hmm. this nigga is the, exactly. is the, uh, uh, the highest level. He's A1 weird. Mm-hmm. And he was looking at me, he was like, damn, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I was like, oh shit, I affected him. Because we're like in a club, it's loud music, mm-hmm. T.I.'s in there, like it's mad, like hip hop mm-hmm. shit going on. And I'm telling this man like, anyone of a certain age group should not be asking for mm-hmm. money. They should only be saying thank you because what he left behind is worth a million dollars. That is mm-hmm. kind of like a lot to take in. But the fact that he took it in was pretty dope. And yeah, that's one you of got those. got him. Yeah, I got him. him. Got yeah, him. and that's all I wanted. I didn't want like no picture or nothing like that. I've never been into that. I've always been into like. Uh, well, you're a guy, so. Well, no, I'm not going to lie. I saw Nick taking pictures of him. Male groupies out here. You talking about a guy. You is at a festival where male groupies reside. Speaking of festivals, are you going to Alpha Funk? No. No? Why? Not, not my thing. If you're going to go to Alpha Funk, keep what you got in your hair. You'll get a lot of pictures. You'll get I a lot got of pictures. some pictures at Governor's Ball. Probably ball. like three, three different photographers. Oh, we love your look. <laughs> so you're saying bring the dreads? If you want to, it's for Afropunk. Bring the noise. Bring them. People love dreads. And they love it on people who are um, golden brown. Golden brown? That's my shade? Yeah, you look like a burnt graham cracker right now. <laughs> but it's working for you. It's working. That's the first. Like a That's delectable funny. one. So it's working for you. But um, who else performed at Gun Ball? That you saw, at least. Travis. Uh, Pusha. Everyone kept yelling, fuck Drake. But I guess they squashed it so that he didn't play any music that related to him. Um, Travis came out of Toaster, <laughs> just popped up like right after this stage. Almost, did did hmm? Pusha say they squashed it? Did the internet say they squashed it? Or are you just assuming they squashed it? I think the internet said it, and I'm assuming. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that assumption. That's cool. But what I do know is that. Um, I like the way Pusha T dressed. He dresses like an old guy who has a lot of money. Yeah, he had on a, a spiffy type. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the Chanel shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just dressed like someone who, who has money mm-hmm. or whatever. But 
I'm going to speak my piece because I have a podcast that we get to just drop stuff on and mm-hmm. no one judges me. Mm-hmm. So I do know that shit is rectified because um, I don't think you know who Jay Prince is. But no. Jay Prince is basically Master P before Master P. Mm-hmm. So you know how Master P is like an icon. He's like a mm-hmm. hundred millionaire in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Jay Prince was like a super big like rap legend because he started the record label Rap-A-Lot Records mm-hmm. and he had the group The Ghetto Boys which had the old guy Scarface on mm-hmm. it which had made the song Mind Playing Tricks on it mm-hmm. whatever whatever he helped discover Drake they put a lot of money behind Drake way mm-hmm. back when they put Drake on for Lil Wayne to even get Drake mm-hmm. so they've always supported Drake whatever um, basically Jay Prince is one of these people where like if he tells someone in rap not to do something they don't do it mm-hmm. so he called Kanye Mm-hmm. And was like, bro, it's done. Like, this, this beef is over with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Kanye was like, this beef is done. And actual factual, that's Drake's son. So, it's a situation where, like, you know. No, he was going to come out with it with the Adidas line and stuff and push it. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it's like, even deeper than that, dude, you have a son. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, not to be gossipy but like it's so funny how like being and why being a stand up guy is important and you can take this how you want it and I guess you could praise your father or whoever but like Drake's dad is like out in LA living his life mm-hmm. and like tabloids asking him does your son have a son and then he's like I don't know anything about that dude that's the worst thing you could say like don't be that guy just mm-hmm. hush just be happy you're back in your son's life mm-hmm. because he was trippy about you not being in his life as well you know and then until now when he's on and popping in you yeah. he's got to be a good father now yeah all you had to say was if my son has a grandson i will welcome him and if he doesn't he doesn't but we'll mm-hmm. all we'll all find out soon enough because mm-hmm. he has an album coming out a bunch of music coming out this year mm-hmm. um yeah so it's all good raps has been interesting it's just so funny how like raps become so big it intertwines in every other industry yeah it really literally. does and I know you would know because you've been in like you know super super fun rap videos by the way every rap video you've been in has been like one that's like deeper than like some oh there's a bottle oh there's some ass shaking oh there's a yeah I don't do ass shaking in videos I just be jamming I don't know no no twerking no twerking (laughs) that's that's not me oh man yeah but I love Afropunk because before they got like a shit ton of money, they always held it down and always had like the best artists. Like they had SoundCloud artists before anyone did. Like they had like, you know, I always I always forget how to say her name. Like Kalila, you ever heard of that artist? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they always had like Solange, Diopolis, London. Mm-hmm. They always had like really good artists. So. This year is good. That's what I'm saying. You should come. Got Daniel Caesar, Erica Badu, the Internet, Miguel. Oh man, I mean, I so love. Many, I love my, Mahila. I love Sid, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I saw the internet like twice. I, I don't mind seeing them again. <laughs> Did you hear Ye's album yet? Huh? Did you hear Kanye's album? A little bit. Did you like what you heard so far? I don't know what to think of it, honestly. I feel like I'm... I don't like what he's saying, so it's kind of hindering with... Like, it's decent. I'm not going to say it's I like. I like that opinion. I like that opinion. That's a good opinion to have. Because you know why? Because that means that you're actually thinking. When people just be like, oh, yeah, oh, he just said some fuck shit, but I still like his music. Like, I still fuck, like, really? That means really? you're that means you're maturing. That means that one thing can't supersede another. 
you know, there's people who get mistreated in relationships and be like, well, he got money, so. Tons. <laughs> that's the yeah. equivalent. Yeah. No, that's really the equivalent. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really is. Um, damn, Fashion Week's coming up, too, in Paris. Damn, that's going to be ill. Yeah. When's that? Um, either this month or next month. I don't want to be, I forgot. I don't be knowing the fashion catalog the way I should. Maybe. Maybe that's why I'm bringing it up, trying to figure it out. I couldn't go. I had so much stuff I was supposed to do, man. I was supposed to go to Wyoming. I was supposed to. Why didn't you go to Wyoming? Oh, because um, my nephew passed away. Yep. I'm sorry. No, nah, it's perfectly fine. I, um, after the funeral, I kind of like, I want, I'm really weird with like energy, and I felt like mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna be able to feel like myself or be a, a better person until the funeral because that's the most emotional anyone will oh, ever be funerals. for this oh person for the rest of their life you know what i mean mm-hmm. like everyone in, in, in a group mm-hmm. so to see all the energy be like washed away and given to him it kind of made me feel like i've been washed of like the ill feelings towards him passing you know mm-hmm. so, so i'm just looking at it in a positive light and i was also supposed to be in milan anyway shout out to sunshine um and couldn't do that as well. Um, I'm gonna ho- hook you up with those guys. Um, have you been seeing like those dudes I post on my Instagram, New York Sunshine? They're really ill. And like the guy Virgil, he's like Oprah. If you didn't notice that, he's Oprah for creative people. So like, Virgil? yeah. So like, you know, how, like Oprah has like that list she does every year is like my favorite things, mm-hmm. and whatever's her favorite thing, like it either sells out or everyone consumes it. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, Doctor Phil was one of her favorite things. That's mm-hmm. how you got a show. And wow. she was like, oh, he's one of my favorite, um, like, psychologist, therapists. And then they was like, get on my show right now. Yeah, and then, like. That's when how she, it happened? Yeah, when Oprah likes coffee, that, that coffee goes up. Like, Oprah's favorite things. Mm-hmm. Because, like. You have that much influence on Yeah, Middle America yeah. loves it. So, when Virgil, like, co-signs something, it of becomes course, the culture's, like, mm-hmm. favorite stuff. So, like, this is no knock. But, like, when he has a favorite DJ group, that DJ group all of a sudden gets booked a lot. Mm-hmm. Or when he has a favorite graffiti artist, that graffiti artist all of a sudden stock goes up mm-hmm. and people wants to, you know, book him for stuff. So mm-hmm. when he has a favorite designer or group of people, people be loving them. So like everywhere these guys have like art installations, my, my, my homies, mm-hmm. Virgil's there. It's always in their comment sections, always all about them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, someone just spilled coffee, it's really funny. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he loves them, so, like, they're scaling high. So, like, affiliations, everything. So I definitely want you to meet these people because they're good people, mm-hmm. you know. And to kind of get you into the, the world the right way, not the, uh, I, I don't want to diss nobody, but it will be the other way. <laughs> what, what do you mean, like, second dick? No, <laughs> like, the corny, I hang with X, Y, Z type yeah. person way because mm-hmm. that's the worst. Because there are certain people out here who are known for just having people around them, but those people aren't helpful creatively. Yeah. They're just around for, like, cosmetic reasons or aesthetic or because... Just space, air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's people, you know if someone's with them, they're probably doing something really dope. Mm-hmm. And you want those kind of... You want to be affiliated to that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Especially because you're going to be making this big move to New York. Yeah. New York City. New York you want to do, com- do Compass Con again? 
Yeah. It's gonna be better. It's gonna be better this you year. You really think it's gonna be better this year? Yeah, cause I, um, well, for us at least, we might get, you know, might get some free shit, might get some money maybe, cause yeah. I might get a booth, might do a panel this time. Hey. You know, maybe if you wanna do a panel. I'm down. You know, me, me and Barlos will figure it out. It's, yep. Yeah. No. Look. Oh, you remember yeah. Art Basel or whatever? Yeah. I was supposed to go do speak at a panel for Art Basel, but it was like a day thing, and then I don't know why I didn't go, but I was mad. It was like at the Elephant Room or something. I was pissed, and it was about how um, I just pretty much built up my following and my style and stuff, and I just turned it down. I should have went. No, you see how lit we was down there. It was lit. It was different. (laughs) You could make up for it. No, but I think I had to come back to LA for like audition or something like that, so I was like, I can't. But in hindsight, that audition wasn't worth it. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay, so go with your. But now I know. Yeah, I gotta go. But you can't miss Art Basel anymore. I, I didn't. For creatives, oh, models, act, whatever, gosh. Art Basel is literally the equivalent of like, you know about sports, right? Kind yeah. of. Okay. Baseball. Well you, okay, well, you know what the playoffs are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you've done what you're supposed to do from now all the way to December, that was last year. You can go to yeah. Art Basel because it's at the end of the year, and basically, if you're broke, you can't go. Mm-hmm. If you got priorities, you can't go. But if you did what you're supposed to do, you could take a week off in December mm-hmm. and kick ass. Yeah. And, and it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And we're probably gonna do something huge this year. And that art battle? Yeah, yeah, we did something huge last year. Dude, did you die? Okay, so the guys I'm just telling you about, we did the um, everyone in the podcast who's gonna be listening, they're gonna be like, you tell us. But we did like a big art installation. My homies, they did a big art installation, and then it was a hidden wall in this giant art gallery. It was a, a hidden, hidden wall. wall, and in that hidden wall, we were in there podcasting. We had a liquor sponsor. My homie is a hibachi chef. He was in the backyard. Hey, did they send um, someone a hibachi barbecue? This is totally random. But my friend that I'm staying with, someone sent him, like, a hibachi portable, like, barbecue. No. No, that wasn't them? No. Random. (laughs) No, this is my homie homie. Like, uh, one of my friends I grew up with. He was in the back. He brought his own grill. We was eating steak, teriyaki chicken. Oh, my God. All of that. Mad cool people came mm-hmm. through and did the podcast. Shout out to Siobhan. Shout out to Fatima. All the homies came through. It was dope. It was super ill. And then from there, we went to like different parties and then we went to different shows. It was a movie. It was a movie. You got to come this year. So it's going to be I bigger. Will, yeah. And anyway, we can go down there and get paid. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about, too. Exactly. You know? So. You gotta use your voice. You gotta get on your panel vibe. I know. I, w- I was actually like willing to talk, but I just like, eh, I got. I have to come right back. I don't know. I was looking and I was like, Do you know how much people get paid for panels? I didn't know. It was free. Get paid. Well, I didn't know people get paid this much for panels. My homie, is um, his girl used to like do um, Beyonce's hair, and she does like panels at like black colleges. Bro, first of all, they pay for your flight. That's a seminar. Panels, seminars. Oh. <laughs> Listen. It's the same thing? Yes. Oh. When you go talk at a college, that's a panel. Oh. When you're talking about like black empowerment or being an influencer on and off on and off the college campus and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They these schools love that because it keeps kids intertwined in the student government. This is how they make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're in school or out of school, it's an easy way to get paid. They'll mm-hmm. pay you like five G's to go talk for forty minutes. Exactly. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna put you Dang. in the matrix. I got you. I got Dang. you. Soon as school, as soon as the school year revs back up, we gonna be on it. I'm gonna be like, let's get this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Oh, hell yeah. And yeah. you said you're moving. Where are you moving to? Um, oh, man, you're spilling the beans. That's important. I might have to move to Philly. Maybe. Really? Yeah. But Philly's like two hours away. It's mad close. So you're going to be out here often? Yes. Oh, that's like what I'm doing from Corona to LA. It takes like at least two yeah. hours at the most. You thought you was losing a friend. Yeah, I was like, no, right when I'm going. <laughs> no, you're not losing it's a friend. It's all good. No, no, no. Yeah. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be allegedly to 2019, maybe. Yeah. We definitely gonna rock out this year. Definitely. Yeah. And who knows? I might be. I might get rich this year. I literally might get Fuck rich around. this year. Move to. Yeah, because my homie who. Um, raps aurora he's doing really good mm. he's doing really good like it's so funny how people don't know like until you like get a booking agent and you get a label deal sometimes mm. you don't really have like the money to like be rich you can like survive mm. of like stream money and like some shows mm. but that don't make you rich Mm-mm. that just makes you be able to survive and be grown but rich is like when like your whole schedule for the next six months is decked out Booked, yeah and you already have like most of the money in your account yeah you know it's a big difference mm-hmm. you know it's a big difference because people think it's popularity a lot of popular people are not always rich mm-hmm. you know exactly <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> exactly points to self you know there's so many people who i know who wish like maybe they would have did a couple things a little different before yeah. they had um did what they did because in new york this is the funny part like in LA, you could be popping, go back home, live with your parents, save some money, and still look like you're popping. Because maybe you could save up to lease your own like Tesla or Mercedes yeah. Benz. New York, you will be out here with the legends. You could be with like most deaf one day, then be with like be in a picture with like Jay Z, and legitimately be like having no money to buy like a fifteen dollar hamburger. You couldn't get it if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, for real, for real. I have people who, you know, who be running out on bills or, like, be yeah. hoping someone could Venmo them and be texting while they're at dinner. If someone texts too much at dinner, it's not always because they're not interested. Sometimes they're trying to find a way to pay for that motherfucker. Really? Damn. Never thought about that, huh? Mm-mm. Someone might be like, yo, could you send me this? Because cause they're trying to ask everybody before they got to ask you. Say, hey, dude, I can't, I can't pay for this right now on mine. Or yeah, or sometimes people's um, wants overlap what they could actually afford, mm-hmm. you know? Because some people are like, yeah, I got $27 to spend some money, then it becomes 27 plus another $8, and then you're like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't think about the $8, mm-hmm. you know? Well, your ass shouldn't have been outside that day. <laughs> this is like New York yeah. 101. This is kind of cute. This is cool. Nah, it's fine. But, but understand the struggle. Yeah, good thing I came prepared. Yeah, understand the struggle <laughs> so when you get out here, you'll already be streamlined to the success because it's really about the company you keep because you'll see draining as people and then you'll see people who got it all and still drain you of other stuff like energy and patience because a motherfucker could Uber you to the moon and still get on your damn nerves. Mm-hmm. We've learned that. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is what I wanted to ask you. So, you're the middle child with your sisters, right? Yes. Okay, so you have an older sister. I have two older, two younger. Yeah, two older, two younger. You have, like, an extremely younger, and you have, like... Extremely a, older. Yeah, exactly. What does your extremely older sister do? She does events. She kills that shit. So I'm probably going to have her do my release for the 
clothes that I'm working on, she like, I don't know, she goes in with all the decorations, the flowers, the balloons. She did a couple of like beauty cosmetic um, drops for events and stuff. I don't know, she just goes in with it. I used to assist her boss that she's now not working for anymore and he does like politicians parties and stuff like that. I used to have to like go to Four Seasons to go drop stuff off. They were so bougie yeah, there. she's starting to work for herself now? Yeah. Oh, it's lit. Yeah. All right, yeah, you got to put me in contact with her. No, she, yeah, I'll show you her page. And she's like so underrated. Like, I don't know what's, I don't know. I feel like it's LA. Like people, I feel like they're not, she's not getting booked enough because not no one's really trying to see. But she's working with the right people. Sometimes it's not really that like you're underrated. Mm-hmm. It's just that you just don't have the appropriate platform that people well, realize right that you're available. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's kind of like, think of it like this. Like, let's say you have a really bomb food spot, mm-hmm. but people don't know it exists. It doesn't mean the food's not good. It yeah. just means people don't know it's there. Yeah, But exactly. once they deal with you and work with you, they're like, wow, this uh-huh. was really worth it. And then I posted her stuff too, but it's like, what are 18-year-old black girls going to do with my sister's event like planning? Like I said, I have a marketing company. Yeah. Bring them my way. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. So that's... Y'all are really well versed. Do yeah. you believe that? I'm just keeping it real because I always make this joke. Do you really like? Do you feel your parents have as many kids as they do? They were trying to have a boy. Yeah. No, that's why I was supposed to be a boy. My name was supposed to be Dallas, and then they kept trying after that because I ended up being a girl. Yeah. That's crazy, mm-hmm. right? I feel. I like would have preferred Dallas though. I'm kind of mad they changed it to Sydney, but it's cool. Dallas is a cute name for yeah. a girl. Yeah. It was from the Outsiders. Note, note to self. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man. That really happens a lot. Like, you'll see it a lot in, like, African families. Like, African men really want their bloodline mm-hmm. to be given to mm-hmm. a boy. And sometimes they just get cursed and just get mm-hmm. all girls. It's just so the motion in the ocean yeah. is not working for them. Well, I have an older brother, but, yeah, we don't see him. He's MIA. No, it'd be like yeah. that. Yeah, so that's crazy. Um, my mom lucked out. I have an older brother, uh-huh. and then I have two you. sisters. I'm the youngest. You're the youngest? Yeah. I'm the youngest. I'm the baby child. <laughs> oh, God. So, like, everything you hate about your sister, yeah. my siblings hate about me. God. Yeah. She's just annoying. Never 14, has, 14's the age. And then you reap the benefits of everything else everyone else had to go through. Yeah. And Probably going to get the best car out of everybody for the first car. You get everything better because everything's established Already now. has an iPhone 8 Plus. <laughs> what do you need an 8 Plus for? To watch YouTube videos of people squishing slime, like. But do you see yourself in her? Because no, like, not at all. But like, cosmetically, what she looks like. Because like, because like, when the when the kid's younger, like fourteen, they're so pure. Like everything they do, everything they do is so cheesy. But they don't know it. She is so cheesy, God. But they don't know it. And then when you see them mature up and get more defined, you're like, ah, oh, okay, I see you. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's really funny. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. And then one, I seen one of your sisters on Instagram, the, 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 the older one who's more into like pictures and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's like, she's living her best life as well. Yo, she, she grows. She's infusing marijuana into acne products. She already gave, gave me a sample for like sunspots and acne scars. Like, she's going in with her. Does it get you line. high too? Um, no, not at all. Oh, I don't no, know. no. It's don't just know. the like cannabinoid, the CBD part like of it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'll show you her flowers after this. Damn, y'all super well versed. And then Jasmine, the younger one, the one that's 19, she's making her own bikini line. And she's going to model her own stuff because, you know, she has the, the body for it. That would make and sense. And she's going to college, too. Where at? She's going to 
I think it was Mount Sac. It's probably like 40 minutes away from where we live. That's a good school. It's mad mm-hmm. quiet and good. I was supposed to go there and run track, but. She's going to date somebody probably there. It's good people there. We're all not into dating anyone right now. No one's cutting it for us. Really. Like, if you had us all right here right now, we'd tell you the same damn thing. You sure? It's the summer. Yeah. Summer's coming. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I was like, maybe I'm not sure, but I'm sure now. I'm very sure. Maybe. Try something different. Might work out for you. No, I tried something different, you know. Looks, I, you know, the whole looks thing. I was like, maybe I should stop looking for looks and give it. I wasn't not even so. T- I wasn't even talking about looks. Uh, maybe you need someone completely in a different lifestyle. What do you mean? Okay, like I feel like I'm one of those people. I don't think you should settle on. Um, if you have to like what someone looks like, you have to, especially with a guy. Exactly. Let me tell you why. Because okay. with a guy, what you see is what you get for a long time. With women, that's not the case. You know that. Let's not even argue that. Well, you. What, like have how we have issues and stuff? No. Black don't crack, but for the most part, yeah. women age faster than men. For the most part. It's changing yeah, if you wear makeup. of recent times. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, let me give you an example. Like, there's a lot of dudes who are in love with white people. And, like, those people age like milk. And it's like, you're not going to have that same starlet. I like how you whispered that. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Um, the best example is... Um, when you have the gene and you a lot, um, oh, a perfect Mariah Carey. You ever seen her in the movie Precious? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Crazy. But, you know, imagine who was committed to her. Okay, well, a better example would be Gabrielle Union. She's like 10 years older than Dwayne Wade. But she so still they look looks the like, same age. Yeah, but even when she gets older, he's going to still look like Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, if, you, if you're into looks, by all means, go for it. But sometimes lifestyle is everything because like let's say you're trying to date someone who's in like the cool guy industry it ain't gonna work because the motherfucker might be broke so y'all arguments mm-hmm. might stem from him never having money mm-hmm. you know it's a real yeah. thing or well maybe he's mad because I don't like who you go to concerts yeah. with nigga if you had money this wouldn't be a problem gotta get my artist for somehow <laughs> you don't no this is a real thing yeah or, or let's say you know <clears throat> Or, you, you, you know, you dated someone who was an athlete or something. Like, mm-hmm. you know how that's going to turn out. Nigga never around, and when he is around, they want stuff how they want it because they just used to things being catered to them. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a looks thing. I'm saying sometimes you need to get people in a totally different element. A lot of girls do that, but they do that when they date outside their race. You don't you can date anybody, but when you want to date someone different, like, they don't got to be all the way different. There's different spectrums all over, you know? Mm-hmm. You might find a guy who's a teacher. You never know. Just don't find no one in Harlem. Why? <laughs> I'm disavowed, like, because um, people who are from Harlem are not the same as people who move to Harlem. People who move to Harlem are like pompous black people who think they're better than the average human. So like, so they, they want to be around other black people. Even worse, they want to be around other black people that make them feel like a better black person than them. Nothing wrong with that, but even worse, they abuse the system because they know they got their shit together. Mm. And those are the worst type of guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm traveling for work. They're going to Penny Palooza. What's that? Oh, Penny Palooza definitely came to the West Coast. It's a party where you pay to get in and it's all you can drink Hennessy. 
I'm good. Well, a lot I of hate people, Hennessy. A lot of people like that dark-ass drink. They Ew. love it. It's evil. But it was so ghetto that LVMH didn't want to give them money for it. Mm-hmm. So they, Rock Nation bought it out, and that was Duce Palooza. Palooza? Yeah, Duce Palooza. Duce, Duce is the drink. Yeah. Duce Palooza. Yeah. Okay, that's catchy. I like that. Yeah. Whatever. I'll, I'll show you the different scenes of New York so you can see the, like, it's really a type of men and women that go to different stuff. There's, like, people who are in love with brunches. They dress the same. They all like the same. They probably all like that Ella song booed up. <laughs> they all, <laughs> and they drink mimosas. They're just, like, the fake high fashion people mm-hmm. who just look like a million bucks, but they have no money. Then there's, like, the dirty kids at, like, house parties and, like, making out people who they just met. Yeah. Two people tried to kiss me the other day. Two in one day. Don't even know me. What the fuck they is that? They didn't try to kiss a hand? No. One literally grabbed my face. I said, what the fuck? I like, literally moved his hands like that apart. And yeah. I can see why one doesn't want to date in 2018. Is that real? Okay. I just, I don't know. It's complicated. It'll come to you. Yeah. That's that's what I'd rather have. I'd rather have it come to me than me, like, be like, hmm, should I? Should I not? No, I'd rather just be like, who's this? Oh, my gosh. Where have you been all my life? Like, type of shit. Even though that sounds more of a fairy tale. It's not really realistic. But you never know. Fairy tales are realistic for me. Are they? Mm-hmm. You know why? I got my shit together. I, I, I got some war stories. <laughs> that falls into place of everything. <laughs> I, I made it through, bro. No, you don't know. I got some stories. Ooh. I made it. I'm so happy. Like, first of all, like, just to even, like, talk about, where I, like, me personally, I used to be the kid who I thought I was cute because I was from New York and lived in Florida, and all the girls' friends owned me. I was like Hall of Fame friend zone. Like, not gonna lie, I feel like people do like when people are from New York, like LA. Like when my, I had a few friends from New York. Once you hear that accent, you're like, oh, yeah, it's where, just, where are you? Yeah. Oh, what part of New York are you from? Oh, cool. It's, it's yeah. just different. But like, I got friend zone as a kid. Then um, puberty came. My voice got deeper. My nose got bigger. And then I thought I was gross. And then girls was like, oh, I see you. And I was like, what? I'm disgusting right now. But they was like on me. Mm-hmm. And then I was an athlete. So that helps too. I realized, wait, these bitches love Sosa. So I'm about to abuse the system. So I abused it from like 11th grade all the way to college. But I got my feelings hurt in college. I like fell in lust with a girl who was like super hood. I like how you said fell in lust, not love. Nah, because I didn't even hit it. That's how much I was like, I'm such a dork. I was like, you know what? The food's right there, but I'm not even going to eat it. I'm going to wait till I have like proper, like I really Mm -hmm. was like, no, I like that. Gonna yeah. do the right thing because I wanted to date this girl. Mm-hmm. But she was like, dude, I-, I wanted to talk to you because I heard you like was like this kind of guy and you did and she she wanted to get fucked. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to date her. And she was like, dude, you're a loser. Bye. And I I had my feelings hurt. I like dropped classes, my hair grew, I was like sprung over her, I had to get over it. It kinda helped me see that I really wasn't the person that being a shitty ass dude made me become. So I was like, damn, I was just having sex with a girl because I could, not because mm-hmm. I really wanted to. It wasn't like, so I was like, damn, maybe being a player is like adolescence. You can grow out of it. Mm-hmm. So then I grew out of it and I became a better person. Didn't mean that I still didn't like fuck around, but I just, I did it more responsibly. So that helped me. So now I'm good. 
but for others, it's gonna take some time, or it might not never happen. There's dudes who be forty years old still in the club. That's not a myth. Kind of, yeah, of course. That's real. That is real. You know, <laughs> one oak in LA. Yeah, or one oak in NYC. No difference. Oh no, yeah. Oh, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. I saw plenty. Yeah. Um, what do you see different about the clubs though? Um, people actually dance out here. For the most part, yeah. Kind of, no. Asterisk no. by it. They only want to dance when they know the they song. feel comfortable around the environment. So let me give you an example. Um, if they know there are certain people in the club that makes them feel mm-hmm. more like comfortable, they're like, oh yeah, it's time to get it. Mm-hmm. Or if they're on heavy drugs, they're like, mm-hmm. let's get it. But like, if they feel like, oh, it's not enough cool people around, they're like, I'm just going to stand here and yeah. observe. No, someone tried to tell me that oh, no, I like L.A. because all the people dance in L.A. Nobody dances in L.A. I feel like I'm the only one that will be dancing in the club and then all the white girls be looking at me like I'm a fucking alien and wanting to learn my new moves that I'm putting out to this specific song. You know what I realize? I realize that blacks in our culture, when we dance, we look like we made the song. Yeah. And that is (laughs) troublesome for other people because they're like, like yo what? why is he owning this song why is she owning this song so good like why does it have so much flavor it'd be too much flavor it, it sometimes i'll be having to dilute myself just mm-hmm. to feel like i'm not being the because i don't want them to like monkey me and be like hey i don't oh. like that yeah that, that like that circle yeah, thing start like just recording and then yeah you're not about to gone. make me a yeah. yeah i'm not into that nah and yeah that's exactly how it hide or was it one oak where's the other ones just your basic average LA clubs, all the ones I've been to, you know, take drink my two drinks, get a fill, start dancing, and then all of a sudden it's banned. Like everyone's trying to learn these stupid ass dances that they should already know. Word, man, I'm excited. I'm so happy you moved to New York. I didn't know that. I thought you were just coming to like no. visit. I know I came to visit, but now I'm like, why did it take me so long to try to come here? I and, don't know. And, and I think out of all of your siblings. You should be the one to kind of be the East Coast one so they can yeah. have a point of oh, reference. No, of course, of course. You know they're going to yeah. come fuck with you and all that. Yeah. And then you got to plant the right seeds because New York's the place to do it. Um, damn, but then the podcast won't feel too rare anymore because people fuck with this. Um, no, nah, it's all good. It's not a for sure thing, but yeah, I'm working on it. I'd like to. I just like the way things move up here. I feel like I do fuck with LA people. I just feel like Every time I go out there, when I finish what I need to do, people are like, pull up, pull up, and it's just smoking. Like, not you're just, not doing anything. Not just that. New York should never be something you live in forever. Just something you should just experience because mm-hmm. it makes you a better person. Um, damn. All right. Well. Yeah, well, I would move out here for probably like a year or two and then move back to L.A. Or, yeah, or maybe three because you might fall in love because you might get a challenge. Not like fall in love mm-hmm. with a person. You might get a challenge. You might be like, I got to. I got to win while I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what happened to me. I became addicted to, like, getting close. And when I got it, the way I want it, and we'll end on this, dude, it's the dopest feeling ever. Mm-hmm. When the workload meets what you think of yourself, mm-hmm. and then that meets what people think of mm-hmm. you. It's the best fucking feeling mm-hmm. ever. And it happened at our Basel. Not the last one. The one before. No, nah, like, maybe the one before that. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot now. But shout out to the powers that be that made it happen. Um, this is Woody Verse Poppin'. Yeah.